Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Family, Merry Christmas on this very special carols service. Uh, Great to see you all. I believe in you, praying for you, love you all. And I have a really special message actually uh, for you today. It's it's probably not my strong suit, to be honest, for confession. It's probably the worst thing I do actually, but I believe it's going to be a very strong word in season. And I love at Elevation, we're about declaring God's word boldly, unashamedly, even if we're not great at the content that we're about to preach, we still preach it because it's God's words that is powerful. Let's just jump straight in to the verse of Luke chapter 2, verse 19. This little verse is just nestled in this massive, chaotic tapestry of happenings. Babies being born, people coming and going. It's just craziness. And here's this verse. Are you ready? Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. She pondered them in her heart. Let, let me give you context. Maybe you're new to church. Mary is Jesus' mother. And she's just traveled 160 kilometers and been on the back of a donkey, nine months pregnant, has a baby without an epidural. That's a miracle. Uh, no midwife and no family around. And there's these random people coming up like criminals. That's what the shepherds were considered of the day, outcasts, criminals. Then all these like fancy wise men and all these nice clothes show up. It's just chaos. And suddenly in the middle of that scene, there's this verse. Let's say it again and ponder it in our heart. Mary treasured all of these things, everything that was going on. she, She stops. And what does she do? She ponders them in her heart. Well, why does she ponder? Man, if it was me, I'd be yelling at Joseph. Joseph, I need some food. <laughs> Joseph, hurry up and get me some clean sheets. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd just be sort of yelling at someone or I'd be, I'd be getting the, 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 the gold, you know, that we're down to cash converters. Let's see what that thing's worth. Let's see how much money we, I mean, I'd just be like, what, but what she, she's pondering. Isn't that interesting? And all of this stuff, going, she stops. She ponders. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day can seem such like a theme park where it's go, go, go. I used to love going to Luna Park and I'd try and get there early on on the bus. I'd I'd ride it in from the beaches and get there. And I would, when the gate opened, I'm running. I'm going to every possible ride. I didn't want to miss anything. Remember the spinning ride, the vortex, you get stuck to the side. I just keep going on that thing. I would go to every, Christmas can be like that. It's so busy, so much going on. Family, friends, you've got presents, you're shopping, you've got to get the prawns. And, uh, you know, you got to get good prawns and, and you, you got to cook and, and clean. And just people come in. It can be a very poor time to ponder. But that's what Mary teaches you and me to do today. Ponder means to consider something deeply and thoroughly. The Greek word, it's interesting. The Greek word for ponder is zumbala. It means to converse, to consult, to consider. But it's used also in this conversational discourse manner. 
Today, we're going to take a moment and we're going to ponder what it means to ponder. Do we have any ponderers in the house? Who's, who's the ponderers out there? Some of you, you, you love to ponder. Um, you, you may have guessed I am not a ponderer. I, I don't ponder anything. I just action. I'm the opposite. I forget, I ignore, and I neglect. Um, m- m- maybe you don't ponder. And maybe like me, you just seem to be doing stuff. You're busy. You're focused. You've got to get the next thing done. Bonnie's always telling me, slow down, smell the roses, sit down. I just, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at pondering. And I'd love us as a church just to sort of embrace this word and understand what Mary did, that this Christmas season we can actually ponder. Within the Bible, there's so many things that we can ponder. Um, There's so many areas of pondering. And, you know, as I sort of stop and just look back on this year, I I need to realize this is a time for me to ponder. Uh, Maybe it's a time for you to ponder. It's just not natural and it's not not easy. Um, when, When we were putting this artwork together, Talk about pondering. I thought this was the shepherds lining their sheep up to run a race, that they were all ready to go. <laughs> Let's see who can be first. It looks like a starting line. To me, everything's sort of acting and moving. But I, I feel we need to learn as a church how, how do we ponder. You know, maybe it's my ADD that, that doesn't allow me to, to stop and think. Maybe it's my drive to succeed that kind of calls me to act, to try to feel good about myself, just trying to be real today. Um, Maybe it's dysfunction of the past. I don't want to look back and feel that pain again. Uh, Maybe it's my dysfunction of doing rather than being. Maybe there's some deep-seated dislike of myself. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but I do know this that when we ponder, God moves, God speaks, God refreshes. And pondering is so vital and it's so important. The the biggest age group statistics say to ponder is the age group between 45 to 64. And I wondered that because I'm in that age group. And I'm thinking, well, us oldies, you know, we've got more to ponder (laughs) because we've had more stuff happen. Uh, And maybe after 64, you lose your memory a bit, so you don't ponder as much. I don't know why they are. But maybe the younger ones don't have any experiences. But but this is sort of an interesting time to ponder. Uh, Women ponder twice as much as men. Yeah, interesting. Bonnie's always telling me, slow down, sit down, think about it. We're going to ponder today. In the 66 books of the Bible, there's actually 8,000 promises. That's plenty of pondering some promises. Let's just look at a couple today. Number one, I think we should ponder God's promises to give you rest. God's promise to give you rest. Uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who work and have heavy, heavy loads, and I'll give you rest. Follow my teachings and learn from me. I'm gentle and do not have pride. You will have rest for your souls. For my ways of carrying a load is easy and my load is not heavy. 
This word rest means to cease from labor or movement. And it also means to recover strength. Mary needed a rest. If anyone deserves some annual leave, some sick pay, some parental pay, some stress leave, it's Mary from what she went through. She had just gone through 10 days of sleeping on the road, basically on this way to Bethlehem in the winter and threatened by wild animals. And she found rest in the Lord. Verse 28 says, come to me. We find rest in his presence. And when we ponder, it should get us into the presence of God. Ponder isn't worrying. Ponder isn't meditating. Pondering is thinking on the things of God that draw us into his presence. Rest isn't just stopping. It's also recovering. It's more than just sleeping. It's recovering our strength in the Lord. When the Bible says, come to me. I believe to ponder God's way means to come to Him, to step into His presence, to be aware of His goodness, to think about His promises, His nature, who He is. Pondering puts you in the presence of God. It's where you can be washed, encouraged, refreshed. The second area we can ponder is pondering God's promises that He'll take care of all of your needs. Christmas can be a very difficult time financially. But Philippians 4.19 says, And this same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from His glorious riches, which you have been given to us in Christ Jesus. It seems like on the surface, Mary wasn't taken care of, doesn't it? You can look at it and think, well, where was all the support? Where was the help? Yet the truth was God was positioning and protecting her all along. You see, this journey to Bethlehem and then on to Egypt was actually to escape King Herod, who was out to kill every baby boy under the age of two. And so God was actually working behind the scenes without us realizing, protecting. The wise men brought the gold, as I said earlier, to help finance the trip. Sometimes we think we're lacking and we're going without. We can't underestimate God is actually behind the scenes watching over us. There's a promise we need to ponder. He's going to take care of us and supply our needs. One of the names of God is Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. And we'll see the story in the Old Testament where Abraham took his son Isaac to sacrifice him in obedience before the Lord, only to have God stop him. And he found a ram caught in some thorny bushes and sacrifice the ram to the Lord. That place where he found that ram is called Jehovah Jireh. It's the name of the place the Lord will provide. And we often miss in this strange story of Abraham and Isaac that actually it was God providing when Abraham trusted. So when we trust in the Lord, that's when he's able to provide. Now, I think it's important for us to ponder how God takes care of us, to ponder how we can trust in him, to ponder that he's faithful, that he's brought us through before. He'll bring us through again. We can ponder the promises that our God is well able to take care of us.
This Christmas, I want us to ponder the rest that we can find in His presence. I want us to ponder the promises that He'll take care of you when we trust Him. And finally today, I want us to ponder that God's promises work out for your good. Romans 8, 28, and we know that God causes everything to work together for good for those who love the Lord and accord according to His purposes. So Mary is pondering all these things that are going on, but there was a bigger story. There was something more. It was actually the redemption of mankind. And I wonder if Mary was pondering how she saw the angel tell her that she would give birth to a Messiah. Or maybe she was pondering when she visited Elizabeth and Elizabeth had been visited by an angel and knew Mary would give birth to the Messiah. Or maybe how she was pondering that the angel also came to Joseph to let him know. Or how the wise men gave these gifts. Or, or she was pondering the shepherds came. I wonder if she was pondering what God was doing as she meditated on all things the Bible says. Sometimes we need to ponder that we're part of a bigger picture. That life is not actually about us. That we're a part of His kingdom and His glory. And our role is to ponder how we can be used to bring glory to our God. How we can be used to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I wonder if Mary in all of this chaos is pondering, I've got the Messiah who's going to save mankind. I think we should ponder not what we need all the time, but we should ponder what we can do for our God. That we're part of something bigger, something greater. I pray during this really hectic, busy time, and I'm, you can hold me accountable, I'm going to do this. I'm going to cut some time to ponder, just to sit in the presence of the Lord. I want us to ponder some promises, the promises of rest that comes in His presence, the, the, ponder, the promise of provision that comes when we trust Him. The promise that we're part of a bigger picture, that we can ponder what God is doing in and through us. I pray like Mary in our crazy busy time, we would slow down and we would learn the art of pondering. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, you would help us to ponder, that it would draw us closer to you. We would ponder your word, your scriptures. We would ponder how you give us rest. We would ponder how you provide for us. We, we would ponder how we're part of the kingdom of God to do great things for you. And I pray as we ponder, we would be drawn closer to you. I pray we would be healthier and stronger, that we would be better for the sake of others. I'm still praying today with eyes closed and heads bowed. Maybe you're pondering about your relationship with God. I, I think that's a great place to start. Do you know Jesus? Is He your Lord and Savior? Ponder the things. Is there a God? Ponder if you died today, where would you spend eternity? Ponder, is there a heaven and a hell? A lot of the answers to these questions is in Scripture. And that's why Jesus came. He died and rose again to forgive us. And you're here today to ponder your state where you are with God. And I want to invite you to make a decision to follow Him, to put your life right with Him, with eyes closed and heads bowed. That's you. Put your hand up. Just come on, boldly. Raise it up. Say, yeah, Miles, I, I want Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. As I ponder my life, I need a Savior. I can't do it on my own strength. At this time of the year, we reflect, we look, we think, we, we plan. This is a time to ponder your faith, your relationship with God. 
If that's you, just raise your hand right across this auditorium and say yes to Him. Church, we're going to pray for Jesus Christ to come into our life, forgive us and save us. Let's all pray this together. Jesus, say it after me. Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I want to know you and to follow you as my Lord. Forgive me. Change me. Be my Lord. I pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Can we celebrate with those who made that decision to come to Christ?